Hey guys, Hi. <laughs> Alex and Aaron here. I hope you're having a wonderful Monday, episode three. Did you see we're finally on Spotify and Google Play? It's kind of a big deal, and I feel like, I don't know, Alex, you tell me. I was, in the beginning of talking about doing a podcast, I was intimidated, is that a word? But I feel yes. like these are just, truly, it's just us having a conversation at a table. So I... And then I'm like, is anyone going to listen? And like, then I see on... people listening. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. People do want to hear what we have to say. Apparently. Um, and we're working on iTunes this week. It's so it took big. a couple weeks, but here we are. It did. It did. It's fine. All so, things worth doing take time. Exactly. <laughs> it only took me a year to find the perfect person to do this with. <laughs> You're welcome. Exactly. Um, okay, so today we're going to talk about time management because mm. last week we talked about emotions yeah. and how that kind of stumbles into what we do and on both sides as far as our end and purchasers and sellers end. And I, managing the emotions. How do we manage the emotions? Thank you. So we're going to kind of kick it off with, I want to say, three parts. Like one, a professional part as a business. Yep. Two, individually we can chat about, and then three, why it's important of time management as a buyer or seller and how that affects us. That's right. So do you want to start? Sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, so professionally. Yes. So in our business of real estate, and I'll talk on the lending side, you can, it'll be very similar. I, would I feel like it's pretty similar. Yeah. So every day is different. Every yeah. single day. So, you know, I, Someone says, what are you doing next Thursday? I would literally have to pull up my calendar and tell you because I don't know because it's never the same. (laughs) And then you're like, um, Um, I have five things that day. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, well, do you want to meet between two and three? (laughs) um, The idea is that you want to set up your calendar for green time. Green time is the money-making time. Mm -hmm. So what on your calendar, and my calendar's color-coded. It used to be a lot prettier, but... (laughs) Now it's just a rainbow. The green time, yeah. It should be all green. I should be spending more time, you know... Face-to-faces, podcasts, all these things that are going to promote and help grow business. Um, But there are things that are not green time. Like, you know, returning phone calls that, you know, maybe have something that's already um, in the works. Um, Or just paperwork or conversations with operations, whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. So professionally, time management is absolutely imperative. You cannot run a business without it. And you have to set up... um, the day for success by knowing really what every, and it sounds a little intense, but truly every minute of the day. Like, what are you doing every minute of the day? To time maximize. Blocking. Exactly. Time blocking. Time blocking, exactly. So green time, we call it. Okay. Or, you know, so before we started this podcast, Alex and I were just kind of, as we do with every podcast, touching on what points we want to make. And mm-hmm. one of the biggest points that I was saying about, like, you don't want to not re- be responsive. You need to be responsive. People like the warm and fuzzy of being responsive and being reachable. Correct. But at the same time, and I don't know if we can plug him. Can we plug him? Sure. Mike Herson <laughs> from Congressional Insurance Associates, <laughs> WWW, um, he made his Facebook post last week about, should I read it? Yes, please read it. Because I... It was so poignant. It was perfect. So for those who are listening, uh, it's... We're just talking about the professional side first. And what we're talking about is, I was telling Aaron, I was like, we're almost like a doctor's office. Well, especially Aaron. If one person doesn't get 
a document in. And if one person doesn't show up on time for an right. appointment, it's just like a doctor's office. It's going to delay everyone else. So right. we, you deal with a handful of agents. And if that one agent occupies a majority of your time, sure. then unfortunately it's going to be same thing trickling with, down. Same thing with clients. Same thing with... I mean, just anything else. I'm sure, as everyone else, personal items of my own come up during the day, too. So Correct. how do you how do you fill that in? Like, so, hold on. I actually need to go to the restroom really yeah. quick. Can I, <laughs> can can I, I get some water? <laughs> is, this, is this water fountain time? Um, no, that's not a dollar-producing activity. You can't do that. Um, so we were talking about, especially in this tech-savvy tech world, um, how you call, you text... You Facebook message, you, I don't know. Send a smoke signal Send a smoke point. signal. <laughs> all within, you know, five minutes of each other. If that. Maybe less, right? Yeah. So someone calls, I've had people call literally five times back to back, not leave messages, just call and call and call and yes, call. Yes, and, and call I always and wonder, do they think they're going to get through to you like a restaurant they, I, the next? I think they do. And that's where I want to clear this, clear the air here. Okay. That so doesn't do you, help, guys. Do you it, will not, it will not get you an answer faster. Um, so Mike Hurston wrote on his Facebook page, and I quote, I've said this before, but I think it's even more applicable as we move towards people wanting things instantly. Leaving three voicemails, sending a text, and sending an email saying you left three voicemails and sent a text for a non-urgent request will not get you a faster response. When the person you're trying to reach is in a meeting, with another person who's getting the same undivided attention that you deserve. That was the key for me. That was the key. The, the undivided attention right. was the bazinga. <laughs> because you cannot give a superior level of service no. if you're reacting to everything around you all the time. Yes. It's impossible. It'd be like us doing this mm-hmm. while we're answering emails. Well, and tax at the same time. Truly, when you think about it, this is what, 15 or 20 minutes? Yeah, but we time block a half hour. And I'm hour. sure we're going to miss emails and calls in that time frame, but would this be an effective no. podcast if we were taking calls and no. answering texts? Because we would not be giving our undivided attention to exactly. it. Exactly. So Alex's topic today for this I thought was perfect, and it did come off the, you know, off of Mike's post from last week of how this is just professional, right? I could go all day about how this time management and straight what up, you yeah. can expect from a borrower or what you can expect from me or from you professionally speaking. Correct. What's timely? What's, what's an anticipated, you know, appropriate time to get back to someone? Um, but then we have these other three. So your turn. Because <laughs> I could go on all day about just this piece about why that's important. I feel that ours are parallel with each other mm-hmm. with time management. I agree. And because I don't think a lot of people realize that there is a communication between all three parties the entire time. Right. They don't see what's going on behind the scenes. Correct. Yeah. And when one doesn't do one task, it unfortunately affects yes. the other two. Yes. That's right. And then we had to play catch up. I feel like part of my game is a cat herder or exactly. whatever. I'm like, moving. yeah, I'm like, I'm just herding cats. Everyone's into this lane. Yes. No one can see our arm motions, <laughs> yes. but we're literally like just. We did at the same we time. We look like we have wings and we're just. <laughs> and there much, goes her water. Too much motion. Um, I, so that, that's, that's something as far as 
keeping everyone in the right path. Yeah. And I was telling Aaron before, so on our side, contract state time is of the essence. And a lot of people don't understand that. And the difference of days and business days and just days. Right. And what it means. And then within the contract, we also have times. And that times you have to respond. And then if it's after a certain time on the... MAR contract, then it's nine o'clock, or the G car, then it's another one. And there's a lot of moving parts, and I don't ever like, I don't ever want to put that stress on anyone. Obviously, it's easy to keep a straight face, but inside you're like, Jesus, Mary Joseph's just fine. <laughs> you're like, yeah. You have 20 seconds. Yeah. Um, so I definitely think time management, as far as with clients, is for them to understand that time is of the essence is the best way I can try to describe it. I always try to make sure a client understands that it is just as much their responsibility as mine. Yes. To get them to the closing table. I agree. Because they have to be invested because they have to give us stuff in order for us to do our job. Yeah. They have to respond. They have to send in documents. They have to I mean, to if they agree. sent it in and you didn't do anything with it, then... Then that would be my fault. Yeah. That's right. But if I told them I need it and they don't send it in... It goes both ways. It's still my fault. That's the way it goes, <laughs> it's usually. That's the problem. That's the problem. Um, and then another part of time management, which is interesting, and I made a rule a long time ago, was showings. So let's talk about showings for a second. Sure. So if, which I have, no, I have no frame of reference to, so please. Exactly. So for us, like... I tell people, I'm like, oh, not show you more than five houses. Too like, much. Too much. And it has to do with time management. It has to do with uh, many other factors that you'll forget. But it's also the amount of driving time, and it's what my time is worth. And I know how, like, what I am per hour. Yeah. Okay? So I find that if I have back-to-back showings, if you want to say if I'm showing one client four homes, and then I have another client, but they're in D.C., in a different part of D.C., and I'm in Clarksburg, and I got to go here or whatever, which which happens, mm-hmm. I allow myself at least an hour and a half in between showings, and that includes with the travel time, but also personal time. Sure. I mean, this is something you and I always talk about, is we just, I joke, but I'm like, in order to have a hobby, you have to have time. That's right. In order for you to even go, and like be, be like, I don't know, a part of this like world, it's it's yeah. time. Yeah. And I, I think the other problem is what those who don't understand, and if you're listening, you're like, okay, well, it should be really easy to block in time. You guys are working too much. This is our busy season. That's right. And that you just have to buckle down, and you have to know that it's going to be like this until probably June because you're still going to trickle in, and mm-hmm. then come August is when you can actually relax, but then you have another three weeks before it picks back up. Yeah. So you just kind of have to, like, you're running a marathon. And truly, you want the momentum, right? You don't ever you want do. the momentum to slow down. When you do get to that point, and I can tell you, it was a couple of years ago when the market started to shift. It was pretty um, pretty reliable in when was busy, when was slow. Yeah. For the first five years of me being in this business. The last five years have actually been kind of weird every year individually because, I mean, the market started, it's March, what, 18th or 19th? I've noticed it started so early. starting earlier and, and earlier. Every year. Correct. And fall market, I noticed, started in August last year. So it's almost like the seasons are changing, truly, right? It's not just the seasons of weather, but it's the seasons Correct. of real estate. And that has a lot to do with, you know, market conditions and all that, but it also has to do with 
how sometimes they bleed into each other. I also think it has to do with what you did three months ago exactly. is where you are today. Mm-hmm. So even if you do have three weeks to relax, are we, are we really relaxing? No. No. We're ramping up for the next now, one. Now, don't get us wrong. We do go on vacation. And I am going May 1st through 5th, just so everyone knows. <laughs> going to Jamaica. We do go on vacation. It is very relaxing. And when I go you on have vacation. You disconnect. I will disconnect slightly. I let everyone know that mm-hmm. we're away. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it's like I can still work, but I'm relaxed when I'm doing it. It's like if we could do this with palm trees in the background, I don't think I'd be as stressed all the time. So I'm going to completely disagree with you personally. Okay. I am the person who, if I'm going to go on vacation for the sole purpose of recharging. You also have a daughter. I think that needs to be noted as well. Absolutely. But even if I didn't. Okay. Okay. My personality has to do with even if I'm on vacation, Mm -hmm. for example, I'm going to go to the beach for a long weekend. Now, of course, I can still read my text. I'm not out of the country, right? Correct. Even if I'm going to go to the beach, clearly I'm going to be available. That's different. That's Mm -hmm. local. But if I'm going somewhere where I don't have Wi-Fi, like a cruise. Okay. If I were to get Wi-Fi, I would not be present with my family. I so still you be are very, it, that's the thing. I would still be checking. You have this addiction to checking it. Whereas right. for me, it's very interesting. We have this rule of thumb that every time we go away, everything sells. And it, without missing a beat, it happens every single time. Hmm. But it's never this stressful, like, urgency to, right. to get something done. We let them know we're on vacation, whatever. And I don't know what it is. It's just like a whole other attitude. Yeah, maybe it just has to do with when we stop over... I mean, for me, maybe when I stop over-managing it, it happens. And when you step back and realize that life is great... Yeah. And that you... Great point. ...are here in this Mm -hmm. place right then and there, and that Mm -hmm. what am I really stressing about? So... Be present. That was one of my... um, What we call MIGs, Massive Impact Goals. Okay. It's just being present wherever I am. So right now... Do you have that? Did you write that for 2019 or is this it's just a couple a... of years that that's my focus? Really? One of my focus. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So it's not just, for example, like anytime I'm in a meeting and I know it's running late, like, let's go, you let's, have go, anxiety. let's go, let's go. I, I need to stay on task, but I'm honoring where I am in this moment. Like, yeah, this is where I am. This is how I'm spending it's this so time. It's so much easier and... to say though. Of course it is, but it's like there's sitting so stuck many... in traffic. You're like, okay, I can't do anything about it. But, but I have to talk myself down and bring myself center and say, okay. And that mm-hmm. even just acknowledging it makes my the physical symptoms of anxiety go down. Really? Me. Yeah. So one of the things is I am on all the time. You are on all the time. That is the that is the nature of our business. But you turn off like how I do. I don't want to say turn off, but like around ten o'clock, if I have nothing going on as far as oh, transactions not... being dealt with, right then and yeah. there, ten o'clock, I'm. You're not getting a response. I would say earlier for me. Usually it's Peyton's bedtime. Once I've it makes sense. Literally, if I'm Peyton's my daughter, for those of you who don't know, would love to share some pictures of this tiny diva, but it's a podcast, so you can find me, can find me on Facebook. <laughs> um, my rule that I'm, again, still trying to work on is that if I don't plan to deal with it right now, then don't check. Okay, that's how I'm at. But, like, yeah. I still want to know. So, for example, if I wake up in the middle of the night, 
for something, I'm gonna be like, well, I can't fall back asleep. Let me look at my phone. Horrible choice. Do you know what I did to stop that? What? I put my phone on the floor where the charger is, so I actually physically have to get up out of bed oh. to walk a couple feet to go get my phone. Because I figured if it's an emergency, you're not gonna like, you're you're gonna yeah. call Josh, whose phone's yeah. gonna buzz or whatever. Okay. So good point. I just, I, I purposely did that. And then it's also helpful because my alarm goes off. I actually have to get up and uh, get up. Yeah. Yeah. I actually have to get up and walk across the room. So it's yeah. harder to snooze it and go back <laughs> exactly. to bed. Exactly. Exactly. But anywho, I mean, again, we could go on this all day. But it's important to recognize the importance of time management. But as you mentioned, going on vacation, like, I do feel like I need to remove myself. Mm-hmm. To just allow myself to recharge, and then I know I'm I'm going to be better than I was when I left to come back and yeah. be excited about it. Yeah, sometimes you can get a little rundown. I have <laughs> this thing where think. I can only do three weeks at a time straight. I know my limit. I can go three weeks every day straight work. Wow. Then once I hit three weeks, I need a reset. Like I was joking, but I was being serious when I looked at my calendar and I go, okay. On Monday, this date, I know I can take it easy. Mm-hmm. I was being serious. Well, that's important for you to recognize that in, in yours. Like, I tell yeah. you mine, I, there's only so much I can do on the weekends. I can pre-approve someone. I can, but, but, do you but have the market's not open. But it's not even that. Like, so for us, we're still on. Like, the ball exactly. we went to. Exactly. It's still, like, I'm still on, which is. 100%. That's PR as well. It's not correct. Just, yeah. And so. I just know my limit is three weeks. You have had a lot going on lately. Yeah. With your events and We have more stuff this and... weekend. That's why I was like, oh, okay. So knowing your limits, right? So there's a... Knowing your limits is key. Mm-hmm. And, I and think honoring your limit. Honoring. Right? Because you could say three weeks all day long, but are you actually going to take a break after, after three weeks? You have to. You have to not burn your candle at both ends. So two years ago, I was trying to figure out how long I could go. And I actually had a time block once a week a half a day off just to figure out what the, how far I could go wow I would start my day at like 11 I wouldn't I wouldn't no look thanks. at my phone isn't that crazy but I was getting to the point where I was so stressed I like right. needed to go to a therapist because yes, I was just then like your quality of life has I was like, I couldn't figure it out and, and I felt like I was just spinning my wheels at this yeah. point so Ugh. but I, if we want to dive really quick too on I do want to talk about a little more for those who are listening that if you are a client of ours, why it is important to time manage getting responses back, getting documents in, um, making sure you're on time for showings. Sure. Making okay. sure they're there. Making sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, for them, I'm telling you. They, yes, because it's completely disrespectful. Well, yes. Or at least message me. Oh, absolutely. But if you're just sitting there waiting for 15 minutes and they just waltz up, like, and they don't even acknowledge that they're late. Correct. And I think it's very important. And obviously, for us, it's a little, I want to say, faster because I can email you um, a contract and you can sign from yes. anywhere. Mm-hmm. Whereas for you, it's they have to gather. It's like what we said last week. It's homework. Yeah. We have to gather the homework to send in. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really important for you to talk about briefly on why they need to get you information back as soon as possible and why what happens if you don't and what happens then on my end with the contract there's a whole trickling you said briefly i don't i'll do my best 
Um, <laughs> well, because we could talk about this for like 30 minutes. At this I mean, point. easily. Yeah. So just for one thing, how about, you know, within a contract, there's, depending on the market that you're in, yeah. um, there will be contingencies, appraisal contingency, financing contingency, and your home inspection contingency, anything, anything HOA yes. docs, whatever. Yeah. So two contingencies that we operate on time, mm-hmm. right? Like our deadlines, as you mentioned earlier, we have to operate on a deadline. We have to make sure that the buyer is performing on their end of the contract. They are, um, you know, getting their appraisal done in their required amount of time. Correct. So industry standard is seven to 10 days. But if you need any sooner, we've got to rush it. And we need certain documents, only a couple, to get it even ordered. We have to know that you have, there's this one form called an intent to proceed. Even if you've made application, if you send all your documentation, you have not signed your intent to proceed, I cannot order your appraisal legally. So if it's so important for that to happen. I'm just laughing because I'm like, if you want the house that badly. Yeah. And generally speaking, people, you know, we set that precedent up front and they yeah. say, we have, this has to be done and it's done. But there okay. are people that go, yeah, can I get to that on Wednesday? And this is like Saturday. Like, if you, no, no. Do you think they have a time management problem as well? I think that a lot of clients think that we can make anything happen and that we are here to do it for them. And there's no repercussion. And there's no repercussion because guess what? I'm going to bust my ass to get it done even if they're late or not. And I don't think people realize that they're still on the hook for certain things within contract and that it falls back with us Mm -hmm. on trying to renegotiate a contract. Yep. Say I'm sorry, ask for extended timing. Yes. Yes. So appraisal is not the one that is usually the largest issue. Usually the biggest issue is financing. So if we have, usually contracts aren't written for more than, you know, 20 days for, you know, for the seller's option to void. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's, you know, really competitive, like down in DC. I mean, we've got, we've got five to seven days for loan commitment. And if I don't have a loan approval, guess what? The seller's going to avoid my contract because they're going to go, it's only been five days. They're going to go to the next contract. And or you have to have a really good agent to renegotiate it Absolutely. for you. And, yeah. But, you know, I... Just don't make that a habit, though. <laughs> there's, there, are, there are certain things that I need to get your loan approved, right? It's not okay. just a wing and a prayer. Like, I can't just have you go, yes, I make $100,000 a year. There are some items I need to prove. I need your pay stubs. I need your W-2s. Generally speaking, mm-hmm. we have all that stuff already. And we will push the loan into underwriting and get it approved in a day. No problem. Mm-hmm. But there are those times where, and you've had this before, where a buyer just falls onto your lap and they need to be pre-approved right now because they're writing a contract. And I only have a couple of things. And then we don't have that relationship, right, immediately. We don't have that mm-hmm. that time. We haven't had, I haven't had the time to set that up for success, right? Talking through the pre-approval. This is why pre-approval is so important. This is why I'm collecting your documents now. This is why you need to move fast. Like, like nope, now's the time and you have to trust me. I know you don't know me, but you have to trust like me. blind dating, but yeah, we're going to go right into marriage. Exactly. Yes. Like you don't. Hi, nice to meet you. It's time to commit. Get, it's time, it's time, time to, to commit. commit. Yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. right. So, and that's where we kind of come across as maybe in a little bit of a tizzy. Like I'm happy to excited to do this for you, but you got to be with me on the same page, the title company that you choose has to be on it with us too. Yes. I need title work. I need it in a short period of time. So you said briefly, I'm sorry, but. No, if, I think if, it's important. If clients don't have, you know, time management, 
or even expectations. One thing that I've started to yeah. um, suggest to my team is not say, get this to me as soon as possible. Can you get this to me by 4 o'clock on Thursday? Like a deadline. A An deadline. actual... They need a deadline. Correct. Because soon as possible to me could mean two days, four days. As soon as possible. When I, okay, well, a as week. soon as it's possible. Maybe I don't want to go to the bank and get statements. Or I have too much to do. Another an excuse. Like, so do I. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so do I. What's the worst situation or what's the worst that could happen? I think we need to highlight just really quick, like, have you had a situation where someone didn't get something to you? And, like, what is the worst that has happened to that person? Besides maybe losing the contract, but you could also lose your ED. Earnest, I, earnest, but earnest money has anyone, has, has there been anything else? Keep in mind, too, when you order appraisal, you're paying for it. So you're yeah. out also a couple yeah. hundred dollars, if um, not more. Truly, I think we've always had to maybe just have the come to Jesus talk with anyone if they didn't get us what we needed. Like, really? If you want a loan, like, let's, we need to talk about expectations again. And here's what you need. And then maybe they, then eventually they perk up and say, oh, got it. I need to listen to you. Hmm. The worst thing that has happened, other than, I don't know if anyone's actually lost an EMD. I know they've gone to court over it, but you know, they okay. have to like agree. The buyer yeah. has to agree to then let them keep it. I don't think that's ever actually mm. happened. Depends it on depends on how the contract's written. Yeah. Typically, if the buyer doesn't perform, then the seller gets to keep the right. EMD. It sucks on land because land is a much larger deposit, typically. How much? Um, I had a guy, thank God he didn't lose it. I had a guy put up, this is absurd amount, but I had him put up 250000 And I had to renegotiate the contract three times for an extension. Because he couldn't get extension. his loan or what? Money, cash. Oh. But it was, uh, it was a little bit of moving a lot of things. And so I, I was able to renegotiate it, but he was on the hook for Two hundred fifty thousand. I mean, that's a lot of money to have just hanging out there. Correct. And sometimes you'll be on the hook for fifty thousand for land or development. Um, rarely, it's less. Or you have your first time buyer who's buying a three hundred thousand dollars, and they're putting they... five thousand dollars down, and, and that's a, a lot, huge yes. amount. Well, five thousand dollars is a lot of money. It but is. It just depends. It could be. It could be life changing to some people. It's still $5,000 at yes. the end of the day. You could just, you know, and, and the problem is what you don't realize is if you are on the hook for that 5000 okay, and you don't perform, then how long is it going to take you to save up another 5000 yeah. then to go find another home? Yeah, yeah. Unless you got a money tree, let me know. Cost, for exactly. Sure. So, I so think it was the, the moral of the story here. Segway. <laughs> <laughs> It's a, it's a lot of different things, right? We have to manage our time in a way to where we are effective mm -hmm. in what we are doing, but also creating a space of intention with each individual, mm -hmm. but also hold people accountable, right? Yes. And, and I'm sure you listened to the podcast before this about emotions and how all that ties into it. How do you manage someone? So to Mike's, to, to Mike's post, someone's only calling three times and sending a text and sending a Facebook message because... They're operating out of fear. They're reacting out of fear. Exactly. Exactly. They are coming from a place of, I need an answer this moment, and if I don't, I'm going to act crazy, which is continuing to call and continuing to text and continuing to Facebook message. Um, which, again, as a disclaimer, it will not get you attention any faster. If, if anything else, it will make me go, 
um, I need to spend more time with who I'm currently meeting with. Did I ever tell you I had an agent call me eight times in a row and left me four voicemails and then proceeded to leave me five emails over one topic that could be answered? I just don't know what, I don't know where this comes from. Like, I know people don't go to school as far as like it's, etiquette, it's, but they, I feel like I there should know. be a class in high school that says what's appropriate communication. Again, it's okay. So for buyers, it's fear. Mm-hmm. For, it's also fear from real estate agents, I'm telling you. It's fear for agents. I also think for agents sometimes if it's the only deal you have oh. right now oh, in yeah. your hopper. I'm going to start a fire right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And then, you know, it, it, I think it's a little combination of everything. Yeah. I think but right. fear is, is the big one. Yes. And that with fear, it just. Or maybe it comes from lack of time management, right? All they have is this five minutes right now to call to get as to get as many answers as they can get, right? Yes. On them personally. But then email. Yeah. And wait for the response. Mm-hmm. So take it down a notch. Exactly. Take it down a notch. And we say this and I just want to put out there, it's a constant struggle, mm-hmm. if you want to say, of mine and yours, I know. Absolutely. Every and day I, I have to make sure I am attending to what I need to do with the notion that I know emergencies, I use the quotations, are going to arise. Absolutely. Or I have to stop what I'm doing and go drive somewhere. And I know that, but I still know the the core mm-hmm. needs to get done. Absolutely. And it doesn't matter if you've had eight emergencies, you still have those 10 things that were on your list when you began the day. Yes. So how do we manage all of that and make room for everything else? I to, and like actually no, have a life there is no real answer to that no. it's just being flexible and bobbing and weaving as you like through the day right correct. Like that's truly what this is about correct anyway i feel better so do i <laughs> i feel really good it just feels a little bit like <laughs> cathartic like a little bit of therapy i feel like i'm venting but also like bringing value oh i got you know look i got i got the whistles you know what's great is that if you ever wondered how we come up with these topics we come up with them based on a com- uh, like a three minute conversation before we start recording this. Yes, this is it's all it's very organic and it's organic. It's about what's going on in our life mm-hmm. at the moment and Which how is, we're feeling at the moment. Yeah, it's not scripted at all. This is we didn't know what we were talking about today until we sat down. That's what I said. It's yeah. like a three minute conversation yeah. we have of so what do you want to talk about? How much time do you have? Right, exactly. Which. Maybe we should get those chairs, like the doctor's office, where we just lay. Oh, that's a great idea. <laughs> we'll just have a microphone. We'll take turns, like being like the person taking. How does that make you feel? Down. How does it make you feel today? Mm. Do you want to talk more about that? Exactly. Um, well, cool. Yeah, so we're gonna end it with this, and I'm I'm gonna put Josh on the hook for this one because I know how he takes his coffee. Oh, good. Yeah, and so Josh is a Dunkin' Donuts fanatic. Really. Yes. I would not have pegged him for that. Oh, every morning. Monday through Friday, it's Dunkin' Donuts. Where are we? Around here? the corner. Oh, one? Okay. okay. And it's these, what is it? The extra large coffee with two turbo shots and then the same creamer, the coffee creamer I use. Monday through Friday. So do you make it at home or does he go there? No, he goes there. He picks it up. Every day? Do you know how funny it is? He tells me, he goes, as soon as I pull up, my coffee's already waiting. Like, as soon as they see my car, they already have it ready to go. It's like Tom going to Clyde's. Like, they know it's it's, it's his place. It's his place. And he gets away with bringing the dogs in. 
It's okay. a rock star at Dunkin' Donuts. Apparently. It's a rock star in other places. Josh, you're a rock star in other places too, buddy. And then on the weekends, it's French press. It's depending on what coffee. Yeah. You guys are fancy. Way too fancy for me. We don't have a coffee maker. So I'm, like, just I'm like, like, is there a cup somewhere I can use? <laughs> we just have a, like the coffee grinder because yeah. he likes different types of coffees. And French press is very easy. Yeah. All you got to do is pour hot water into it. Let it sit for eight minutes. Call it a day. Oh, sweetie, I don't have eight minutes. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, well, good stuff. That I'm is so how good. he takes his coffee. And I I've got to figure out who I'm going to put on the hook for next I think week we now. should do Chong. Chong's going to have a... Co- has the lights just went out. Right. Uh, right. Does he drink coffee? He did for many years, and then he stopped, and he's taking it up again. But I think he just... Well, we'll ask him. I'll ask him. We'll ask him after this, you guys. Actually, you know what? Let's do this. Let's do a video really quick of him, and we'll put it up so you guys can see his answer, and then we'll get someone else on the hook for next week. Perfect. That way we can get more answers. And we're going to challenge one more person. Herson, we want to know, how do you take your coffee? All right, you guys, that is all for today. Till next time. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. Week. Oh, weekend. Wow. Where is my head? I promise you it is Monday here <laughs> in podcast land. All right, you guys. Bye. Bye.